Welcome to the Refers Podcast, the weekly message series featuring Pastor Nicole Schreiber. Today we have a special message for you from the directors of Edinburgh Chi Alpha Campus Ministries. Chi Alpha is a ministry to college and university students and is found on campuses all around the world. T.J. Schaefer and Allison Sering serve as the pastors on campus at Edinburgh University, which was recently renamed Penn West Edinburgh. They're going to share their hearts for discipleship and what's happening on the local campus. Before we turn it over to them, Pastor Nicole is going to share a brief history of our relationship with Chi Alpha as a church. So let's get started today. Here's Pastor Nicole. I want to give you a brief kind of how we got here moment. It was 20 years ago choke, cough, um, that I was a Christian going to a secular university. And um, I very much wanted to serve God. I came out of this youth group uh, when I was 18 years old, and I very much wanted to serve God, but I had no idea how to do that. I had no idea how to do that and live that out on my campus. And it was Chi Alpha that gave me a community of worship, of prayer, of fellowship. And I was discipled, and I was taught how to be a strong witness on campus. And I really believe um, that without Chi Alpha, my life would be very different right now. I really believe without it, I would not even be your pastor. And so this is a ministry that not only have I loved all of my life, but I've lived it. And Joel had the same experience with Chi Alpha as a student. And together, after we graduated college, um, we decided to pursue to be Chi Alpha missionaries, just like these guys. We ended up planting Chi Alpha right here in Erie in 2005. Um, Joel and I worked together to build spirit-filled community uh, on campus for about 12 years. And after I came on staff here six years ago, Joel continues to be uh, the director of Chi Alpha and serving students on campus and across the city. But I will say, I could tell you lots of stories from that a little over a decade, but one of the greatest privileges that we have had with Chi Alpha is to meet and train up and disciple students and leaders. And I am so proud of the teams at Edinburgh and at Barron. We're going to talk a little bit more about that today. Uh, but these teams of men and women who are leading students to Christ, and they're doing such impactful kingdom work. Uh, so much we can see and so much we can't even see to expand the gospel, not just in this city, but around the, the nation and around the world. And so I am thrilled, excited. Uh, it is with great pleasure and confidence that I uh, turn this service over to them as they share their word today. So can you thank God for them? Good morning, Erie First. How awesome is it to be together today, all together? So it's just really exciting and and really an honor to be up here um, sharing just all the things that God is doing in and through Chi Alpha Campus Ministry. And um, it's just, again, so special to be here because Erie First has been, I'd say, our greatest support and advocates throughout all of the years of us existing here in Erie County. And we've been beyond blessed with just the steadfast generosity and the committed prayers from all of you. And so I just wanted to say thanks for your investment on behalf of all of us, because it's not often that every Sunday you're able to actually see a tan- like the tangible fruit of your partnership with missionaries and ministries. And so that's what you always hear about is that this crew up front is the Chi Alpha group. They're kind of quiet this morning, but uh, this is evidence of your faithfulness and your financial support and all of your prayers. So if you ever need reminded and encouraged, remember that there is a group here that you are investing in that will invest in the continued generations. And it's just really an honor to be their campus pastor and to do life with them through some of the most wild situations of their life, some of the most life-changing moments. And so... 
Um, again, just as Pastor Nicole said, Allie and myself are actually both alumni from Edinburgh, and uh, Alicia is the director at Penn State Barron. We direct at Edinburgh. We run the day-to-day business, um, and we we pastor. And so there's the picture of the three of us um, as we are uh, walking the path that God has called us to. And it's really, we're here in this position because Pastor Nicole and Pastor Joel really paved the way. Um, like we are beyond blessed by their discipleship, mentorship, and friendship. Yes. Because it was their heart to reach us. It was their heart to reach us as we were once college students at Edinburgh and equipping us to continue this movement at Edinburgh and then to really expand and spread this gospel movement movement to Penn State Barron. So Um, You're just really grateful, and I know there's so many of you here who have maybe not even said the word Chi Alpha. Maybe you said the classic, what is Chi Alpha? Total common misunderstanding. So say it with me on the count of three, we're going to say Chi Alpha. And so say it like you're 21 again. Ready? One, two, three, Chi Alpha. That is right. So now you're able to correct people um, when they say, what is Chi Alpha? Well, let me tell you, actually, after I give you this visual. So I just want you to close your eyes with me and uh, imagine this. So you just got your new car. Um, It's all packed up, and you're driving to campus. You get there, it's moving day, you look around, there's just a multitude of people. You feel the anxiety, you feel some excitement, and you feel pressure. You walk into your room and then you have the initial awkward conversations with your new roommates. And after the first couple days of getting to know one another, you realize that your roommates have very differing opinions on God and they are challenging ones. You now begin to feel some of this tension that you've never really felt of now you want to build these relationships with these roommates while also holding on to your faith while they're questioning it and asking you to question it. So how do you do this? How do you do that while interacting with with these people around you? How do you even begin to have these conversations? And so now here you are in the tension trying to figure it out and maybe even now just asking yourself what you believe and, and some other questions you haven't asked before. And so this is in the midst of just experiencing the freshman year of campus. You can open your eyes. You could take a breath. There's no exam. <laughs> There's no classes you're going to miss. <laughs> and, uh, but man, this is, this is a current common experience here. Um, it made me think of um, you know, Judges 2.10. Um, with the American universities, it, it, it just reminds me of when it's written. It says, there arose another generation who did not know the Lord or the work that he had done for Israel. And it makes me think of all the American universities with the generation that is coming in now genuinely is a blank slate, which praise God, we will take a blank slate, but also with just zero groundwork of an understanding of who God is and uh, why God even would want them here or want to know them. And so... Um, I just want to want you to get your hand ready, whatever dominant hand you have, just kind of get it ready, flex the fingers, because I have a question for all of you. So if you're here this morning and you've attended any type of college, um, no matter how long, I want you to just raise your hand high and keep it high because we're going to be kind of looking around to see all the other hands in the room. Awesome. Thank you. And so now I want you to keep them up, keep them up if During your college experience, you've wrestled with your faith or that your faith was challenged 
or maybe you walked away from God for a little bit, or maybe you actually came to Christ through your college ministry. You can keep your hand up. Look around. You guys are why we are missionaries. See all these hands? College is the spiritual battleground where we begin to wrestle in a new way with our faith like we have never yet before. This is why we believe and we have committed our lives right now to being missionaries to the college campus because it's significant. There are thousands of spiritually dead souls just wandering across campus, dark, alone, lost, attempting to grasp at anything that might help them find hope and find identity. They have yet to be brought into a life-giving relationship with God through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ and the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. This is the heart of our ministry. The Apostle Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 5.20, it says um, in the CSB, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Our heart is reconciling students to Christ, bringing them into relationship with God. And as it says, we are Christ's ambassadors. We are Christ's representatives, all of us. And so this is why we are actually called Chi Alpha. It comes uh, from the Greek, uh, Apostoli, which is shortened in the, in the Greek letters to Chi and Alpha or XA. So... That's where we get the word Chi Alpha. And, and here we really believe that the university is the most strategic mission field uh, because where the university goes, so does our country. And so with that line of thinking, we see that God is actually bringing the nations to us, bringing the generations to us, and they have the most ample amount of time that they will probably ever have for the rest of their life. And God has blessed us with the opportunity to share the gospel and equip them with a faith that they can go to the grave with, and then they can take it wherever God takes them across the world. This movement is throughout the entire United States in the world. Alpha is a movement of college students who love God, love people, and pass it on. We disciple university students to fulfill their purpose in God's global plan. And so our mission is to reconcile students to Christ, equipping them through spirit-filled communities of prayer, worship, fellowship, discipleship, and mission to transform the university, the marketplace, and inevitably the world. I know I remember my senior year, um, I graduated from Northwestern High School, and there were two major deciding factors for me with choosing Edinburgh. One, I knew that there were many lost souls there that I really wanted to share Jesus with. And two, I found out that there was actually a Christian group with the heart of reaching the lost too. And so that pumped me up. I came onto campus and Kyle was there to lovingly greet me and offer a place where I could come and, and ask the questions of my faith while also bringing my classmates, my roommates, my friends to also experience a community of peers who are figuring out their faith as well. And so many of them who were not willing to come on a Sunday service like this um, were actually comfortable with attending our Thursday night, uh, yeah, Thursday night services that were being offered where we all got together and worshiped the Lord and Pastor Nicole would preach. And um, 
And these spaces really became healing for so many and gave them the opportunity to pursue God for the first time for a lot of them in their lives um, within a missional community of disciples. Missional because our heart is to fulfill the Great Commission as Christians, um, to make disciples, and community because we are designed and meant to do it together through relationship. So we continue to teach this truth to every student who walks into our lives and the doors of our ministry. We as Christians have the utmost privilege of making disciples of Jesus Christ, right? That feels daunting though, right? A little overwhelming when you're like, where do I even begin? Who do I start with? Right, that, that feeling I would say is pretty universal for Christians whenever we are all asked by Jesus himself to make disciples, who make disciples, who make disciples. And so Chi Alpha attempts to really help give some muscles and skin to the bones of the idea of discipleship. And so in Chi Alpha, we teach three convictions of what it looks like to walk out discipleship. Um, the three are find, fight, and feed. So we find the lost, we fight for relationship, and we feed them faith. So these three convictions, find, fight, feed, are walked out when we are doing life with God throwback, um, abiding and remaining in him. The fruit of this intimacy with Christ is the passion and practice of discipleship. We remind all of our students that you don't need a title to walk this out. Abiding and discipleship are a part of the normal Christian life. All you need is Jesus. And no matter the age, life stage, gender, status, um, we believe that um, every Christian is meant to walk this out. And so we have been invited into this immense honor of finding the lost, fighting for relationship, and feeding them faith by Jesus himself. So the first conviction we want to look at a little closer this morning is finding. And when I think about finding the lost, those who are far from Jesus, it makes me think of this story about my grandpa. And so in my grandpa's later years, um, he began to experience some dementia, oftentimes causing him not to know maybe where he was or where he was going. And there was a Sunday after church that my grandpa just kind of like up and left without us. And by the time we realized he was missing, we had no idea how much time actually passed. And so we gathered everyone around and we started a huge search. We had people walking the woods, driving down back roads, calling the police. And so I immediately hopped in my car and I started to drive anywhere I could think. And I can't begin to explain the kind of panic my family felt like the heaviness of my grandpa's lostness was almost too much to bear. And eventually I turn down a road and I see this little old man just walking in the distance. And let me tell you the relief that I began to feel my being, the joy I started to feel because my grandpa was now found. And so I pulled up next to him and I asked him, Grandpa, like, where are you going? And he responded with, I'm trying to find home. And when I think about this story of my grandpa, I think about how his lostness compelled me to action. The knowledge of his lostness, his separation compelled me to go out and find him. We didn't just sit around hoping my grandpa would magically find his way back on his own. We didn't go home thinking, well, when he's ready, he'll call us. No, we knew that if we didn't take initiative, grandpa might not come home. And so every day we are surrounded by thousands of college students who are trying to find home, 
who are trying to find identity, hope, purpose, direction, peace, worth, joy. And I watch their lostness lead them down roads that are ultimately destructive. And Luke 19.10 reminds us, it says, for the son of man came to seek and save the lost. That is the mission of God. That is the heart of the father. And being aware of each student's lostness, their separation from an eternal God is what compels the ministry of Chi Alpha to action. That is why we exist on over 300 college campuses across the country. That is why there are 2,000 missionaries, Chi Alpha missionaries, committed to giving their lives to this work. That is why there are current Chi Alpha teams who are raising up and sending out missionaries to plant new Chi Alphas on campuses where they have zero gospel witness, no campus ministry, no gospel presence. And God's heart is that every student on every campus have an opportunity to be found, invited into real relationship with him. And like TJ said, doing that alongside missional community. And just like the joy my family felt when we were reunited with my grandpa, there is even more joy. There is even more celebration in heaven when a son or daughter comes home to the father. And so Jesus commands us in Matthew 28, 19, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And I think sometimes in our human nature, we overcomplicate these words from Jesus. He's simply saying, go find people and invite them into your life. And we have hundreds and hundreds of stories of how God is using the ministry of Chi Alpha to find those who are far from him, but I'll just share one right now. Um, so this is my friend Monique, and I've had the honor of doing life with and discipling her for the last three years. And she's a senior graphic design major, but I met Monique as a little freshman, and God put her in my path so she could be found by him and grow a real authentic relationship with him. And at Chi Alpha, we hold events on campus all the time so we can meet students and so we can start to partner with God and what he wants to do in and through their lives. And so I met Monique at a pancake outreach we do each year called Pancake Palooza. Um, pro tip, attach the word Palooza to anything and you have an instant event. <laughs> and then throw in some free food and you are automatically surrounded by 200 college students. So Pancake Palooza is just as it sounds. We make hundreds and hundreds of pancakes so we can meet and hang out with students. And then we ask the Holy Spirit to give us eyes, to help us find those who are hungry for something more than this earthly life can offer, right? And so Monique, I saw her, she was sitting under a tent and I knew it was a prime opportunity to make a friend. And it was simple, there was no formula. We ate our pancakes together, we talked. I got to know her, we established a connection that turned into a real friendship and I invited Monique into my real life and I knew this was someone who God wanted me to spiritually and relationally pour into. Her lostness compelled God, then me, to action. And when I met freshman Monique, her relationship with God was stagnant, almost non-existent and she had some church exposure growing up but she really expressed to me that she felt like she lacked a real authentic relationship with God. 
and her worth, identity, purpose were tied to the approval of others. Um, and I could see that she was hungry and was searching for something more that would truly satisfy and sustain her. So fast forward to now, Monique's faith uh, is alive and active. I've watched her grow in understanding of her identity is in Christ alone. I've watched her trust and depend on Jesus in such a deep way as he began to uproot things out of her life so she could plant her roots deeper in him. I've watched her begin to understand surrender and obedience to Christ, even when it isn't always easy. Amen to that. I've watched her so her heart soften to now reach her peers on this campus for Jesus and then to go find others just like she was found. And I love Monique's story because it shows God can use anything, absolutely anything to find those who are far from him. He used a small conversation and a pancake, come on, to bring a soul back into relationship with him. And the kingdom of God, it is established through relationship. That is a Chiophaism that we say. The kingdom of God is established through relationship. And that is why each week we're on campus holding an event or passing out 400 cups of iced coffee. We just did that two weeks ago. Or having a volleyball tournament. Or having a table in the middle of the student center offering prayer to students. That is why we not just have a staff team, but we have a discipleship team of current students who are partnering alongside us to reach their peers because we cannot simply expect for people to come looking for us. People don't just magically walk into your life. We must take the heart posture of finding people, going out, taking the initiative, just like the Father took the initiative to come find us. And because we find people, a lot of the time, God has already been doing something in their lives, even if that person does not know it yet. And when we find people, we are actually partnering with God in the process that he has already started in that person's life. And then we get to join in on that process spiritually and relationally fighting for them. And I just think that's such a beautiful thing. Yeah. And uh, we also have another Kyphaism that we say, uh, what the Lord does in you, he wants to do through you. What, the, what God is doing in you, he wants to do through you. And so throughout my journey, the Lord has really surrounded me with a community that has helped me uh, just step into my confidence in understanding my identity in Christ. And, and it's just crazy when God brings things full circle. And so I felt genuinely honored to begin walking life last year with uh, this guy up on the screen. Uh, that is Damien. And uh, God has really blessed me with, with this relationship. And, and, um, and seeing Damien, he, he came in last year into Chi Alpha, walking into our community, already exposed to a ton of church culture. Um, he had an idea about what service looks like on Sunday, had the idea of what it meant to do things for God. But the truth of the gospel and how God actually saw him personally because of the work of Jesus had yet to really um, permeate his heart, penetrate his heart. And there were layers of lies that had like built up throughout the years of hurt and negative experiences that he had just learned how to live with. But um, the beautiful thing about God is we, you know, he does not leave us where we're at, but God continually is walking us through sanctification, through the process of healing and freedom. And so um, when we met, uh, the Lord immediately used our initial connection um, just, just through a coffee shop and, and having conversation. And uh, from there, we started just having intentional time together. I'd reach out and say, hey, what's your schedule look like this week? It's wide open. Awesome. I'll take it. And uh, through intentional car rides and afternoons on campus, our relationship continued to grow. And uh, 
you know, when we see God moving, though, in people's lives, we always know that the enemy doesn't want to go down with a fight, though. And so as we continue to go deeper and God begin to surface some of these things in his heart that God wanted to remove and heal and address, these really began to um, stir some things in Damien that were uncomfortable, right? And, and we often do this. We, we pull away. Our knee-jerk reaction is to pull away. We're like, oh, this is uncomfortable. But through relationship and... Um, and, and seeing him fight for his relationship with Jesus, the fruit of what God was doing in his life was a testimony that brought him back, even in the times that he was pulling away. And he realized through last year, our life group, our men's life group, that he really had a group of men who were reaching out, who were fighting for a relationship with him, wanted to really know him and love him well, sit with him and pray with him. And, and this is where he began to see shame really break off of his life in a way he has yet to experience. And so even in the midst of this, Right, we fight lies with gospel truth. We fight with biblical truth. That's why we dig into scripture. And I was unpacking that for Damien, and, and he just um, he learned through this process that even when he uh, felt incompetent and not able to understand God's word, that you know I, I brought him to the scripture to show the Holy Spirit is the one who reveals scripture, helps us to understand scripture. And uh, we were just sitting in the middle of uh, the Chi Alpha house, and we're sitting at a cafe table. We open up the word, and then I say, ironically, we won't even be able to understand this scripture I'm trying to show you unless we ask the Holy Spirit for revelation and understanding. We prayed, and we dug into that. And then the following weeks, Damien was coming back to me with, with just piles of notes of, of his understanding of scripture that he has never understood. He said, I've read Romans so many times, but this time I asked the Holy Spirit to show me and speak to me, and I have pages of notes of things I never understood before. And this is God breaking things off, breaking the, under, the, the shame and the fear. And, and literally, you know, we were just celebrating together and to see the things that God has been speaking to him through um, just the highs and lows, through the mundane conversations that we had about life into how scripture works that God is walking with him, walking with us, and, and using our relationship to be a weapon against the lies of the enemy, against isolation, against depression and anxiety, disarming Satan by reminding Damien that whether it's just a, a time of walking around campus, whether it's life group or a Thursday night, whether it's just us going to late night pogue, which is just the student center's fried food, which is not great after 10 o'clock, but um, it's reminding us that, that God has built us for relationship and to fight for relationship, and that is the model of God fighting for us constantly, and we get the privilege of walking that out too with our brothers and sisters shoulder to shoulder. And like this this is what we consider fighting for relationship. And this is just one example of what it looks like. It's not quantifiable by how many people you meet up for coffee, how many people you have over for dinner. Um, but fighting is qualitative. It's, it's marked by both the mundane and the monumental moments that are shared together. And the beauty of it is that everybody is capable of relationship because God has divinely made us for it with him and with others. And so fighting is really the messiest because hearts are like peeled open to vulnerability and our lives are shown with unfiltered reactions and messes, right? 
But fighting is really the honor of living like Jesus and fighting like Jesus for those God is placing in our lives. And so fighting for relationship can happen anywhere, anytime, with anyone that is in our path. And we are best to remember to keep it simple, that fighting for relationship is possible, that Jesus commanded us, which means he, he knows we can do it with him, and that he promises that he will be with us while we do it. So he's calling us to invite someone into our lives, into our families, and into our homes. And, and so... That's where I love, like one of the greatest spaces that we have been blessed with at Edinburgh right now is our ministry house, which is literally touching campus right across the street. And so this house has really become a refuge, a sacred space where fighting for relationships have just been monumental in a place where, where students can call it their home away from home. And honestly, if you didn't know any better, it looks like we have a raging house party every Thursday night uh, in this place. It's ridiculous. Um, but honestly, it's, it's because we have our Thursday night services, our large group services, and afterwards we just pack into this three-story, well, basement, two-story home, and, and just for a, a space of connection, fighting for relationships that really forge the connections and create more opportunity for us to know one another and to love one another. And like this sacred ground that is literally standing firm, touching Edinburgh's campus is here because of this church's generosity through kingdom builders and many individuals who gave of their time, their resources, their skills, their labor, their energy. Like this house exist because of this church and, and faithful people who gave and served so well. And we, we're just blessed by this space where people, where students can num- come find God um, and come be fed. You know, our, our next, you know, our third conviction is talking about feeding, you know, creating spaces where people can be fed faith. And there's always the iconic quote um, that most of you probably already know, and it goes, they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. They just don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And so that's why fighting for relationship is so important is because in that you get to know one another and learn about one another and be able to speak into their life. And so this third conviction of feeding is really the most visible one I would say we have in Chi Alpha. You see it through our weekly services where we have a sermon, where we have uh, worship and praise, where we're, we're doing breakouts and discussions and prayer. Um, we have weekly life groups that really prepare the space uh, where students and us are preparing lessons and discussions to feed the students who are coming in. Um, we have events, we have organized events Um, And we even do it through welcome bags where we're putting scriptures in there and just really taking opportunities to uh, see people where they're at and feed them faith. Um, But we don't really solely rely on these structures to feed students, but um, we really see this as a lifestyle. So those structures are great and they're just one aspect of what it looks like to be fed, for our faith to be fed. But we really believe that it's a lifestyle that it's meant to be practiced day in and day out. Yeah, feeding faith uh, isn't just inviting someone to church on Sunday or inviting somebody to your small group. Feeding faith happens in a million different and small moments that will most likely happen outside of these walls. Because if we are only feeding people faith when we invite them into this building, we might be understanding what the normal Christian life is all about. Feeding faith is asking someone how their relationship with Jesus is today. It's texting somebody a scripture with encouragement, maybe it's sharing a worship song 
or a podcast of something that the Lord has really been speaking to you about. Feeding faith is praying with somebody at your work who's going through a hard time or needs healing or forgiveness in their life. Feeding faith is actually taking time to have discussion with someone who has had some deep questions about their faith or doubts about Christianity. Feeding faith literally is paying attention when that person in your life says, I've always wondered this about God, and then actually taking the time to sit with them and talk with them and point them to scripture and point them to resources. Feeding faith can happen anywhere. And so find, fight, feed, this is the heart of discipleship. This is the heart of God. We do this day in and day out, not because this is just a Chi Alpha thing, but this is a normal Christian life. Thing. We teach our students that the normal Christian life is finding the lost, fighting for relationship with them, and feeding them faith. We don't find, fight, feed only when it's convenient or comfortable or when we have some spare time and our busy schedules or when it doesn't cost us something to sacrifice. We find, fight, and feed because it is the heart of God. It is God's plan A to build his kingdom. And this will be our mission until heaven becomes our home. This will be our mission until heaven becomes our home because God has strategically placed each of us in this room in spaces to find, fight, and feed people. Ours happens to be the college campus. The college campus is our mission field. It's their mission field because that's where they're at right now. But where is your mission field? Who is God asking you to find, fight for, and feed? It like we have a Chi Alpha-ism that says your mission field is where your feet are. And it reminds us that we do not have to complicate figuring out who God is calling us to reach. We don't have to look far because God calls us to start with the people who are right in front of us. And their lostness should compel us to action. It should move our hearts to do something about it. It's the people at your job in your family, it's the people in your friend circles, it's the people in your neighborhood, it's the person who never mows their grass and it drives you nuts, it's that person. I'm telling you, it's that person who God is calling you to reach. It's the same barista who makes your coffee every morning. It's the teller you get every time you go to the bank. It's the same person you see at the gym each week. It is those people who God is calling you to reach. It's the other businesses you work with as a business owner yourself. I think sometimes we can become desensitized to the mission. We can unintentionally make it the job of Pastor Nicole or Pastor Quint or the dozens of missionaries that Kingdom Builder supports. We say it's their job to go find, fight, and feed. But it's actually, it's all of our jobs to find, fight, and feed Sometimes we can be uncomfortable with the fact that doing life with people who are in desperate need of knowing Jesus is going to cause us to get uncomfortable, right? It's going to cause us to step out of our comfort zone and we cannot let age or life stage or our past or our current struggles or not knowing perfectly how to count us out of the mission. We, we, we can't. There's too much at stake. There's too many people's eternities at stake for us to sit down on the bench find, fight, and feed, it will cause us to die to ourselves so other people can live. It will cause us to die to ourselves so other people can live. And when we were just thinking about wrapping this up, um, 
I just been reminded, like, we can't do any of this without the Holy Spirit. We have to ask the Holy Spirit for help to refocus our hearts, to give us a fresh fire for those who are far from him, to give us spiritual eyes, to actually see people around us and what he might try to be like doing in their lives. We have to ask the Holy Spirit, like, help us slow down, wipe the busyness from our eyes, break our routines, actually be present with people who are right in front of us because oftentimes we can miss what God is trying to do. And I don't know about you this morning, but I don't want to miss those people. I, I don't want to miss I don't want to miss those people. So Holy Spirit, like give us eyes, give us eyes for those who are lost and their lostness should compel us to action. It should compel us to action that we feel the heavy weight of responsibility to invite them into our lives so they can come to know him. And so this morning, we're just gonna close and sing Build My Life through one more time. And this morning, I want us to sing it just as a declaration. Yes, Jesus, I will live on mission where my feet are at. Yes, Holy Spirit, help me find, fight, and feed those you are putting in my path. I love it. it says, show me who you are and fill me with your heart and lead me in your love to those around me. And as we're singing this song, um, there are a couple black tables up front and there's some in the aisles. And we made you guys some really cool Chi Alpha bracelets. And one side says Chi Alpha, and the other side says find, fight, and feed. And we want to encourage you guys to wear this bracelet, one, as a reminder to pray for our students and pray for our Chi Alpha teams as we continue to minister to college students on the campus. When you came in, you got a little prayer guide. So you're like, I don't know how to pray for you guys. We gave you some prayer points that we would deeply appreciate you praying for us about. But secondly, I want you to wear that bracelet as a reminder for yourself that wherever your feet are at is where God is calling you to find, fight, and feed. So if you would stand with me, I'm gonna pray, and then you're gonna come up to these tables and get a bracelet, and you're gonna declare, Jesus, show me who you are. Fill me with your heart and lead me in your life to those around me. And so Jesus, we love you. We thank you so much for who you are. God, I thank you so much that you came and took initiative in our lives. God, that our lostness compelled you to action. And God, I pray this morning that you break our hearts for the lost, that their lostness would compel us to action. God, that you give us a fresh fire to find, fight and feed those who are far from you, that we would feel the healthy weight of responsibility for those that you are putting in our path. God, you are so good and you're so kind. I thank you for what you're doing in this church and in this city. God, I thank you for what you're doing on every college campus across America. In your name we pray, amen.
Thank you for listening to the Eerie First Podcast. We'd love it if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. You can follow Erie First on Facebook or Instagram, or visit eeriefirst.org for all our latest news, announcements, and information. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time.